Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. So I write a message of the day, and again, I hope you go to BillOReilly.com and read it every morning. No charge, free for all. And basically excoriating Iran for funding and enabling Hamas to attack Israel and kill civilians. Now, I believe that's true. Well, today, CNN comes out and says, no, it's not true. Iran didn't have anything to do with it. I go, what? So CNN is using anonymous sources, of course. And I'm going to analyze this, and it's fascinating. So I hope you hang tough. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. All right, so let's run this down. Um, The Hamas terror attack is affecting the whole world. Everybody's engaged. I don't know how much the Chinese people know about it because the government censors everything. In Russia, there's so many people who have ties to Israel that everybody knows. So there are a number of things in play. The United States has done and said the right things. As Joe Biden said once again today, we've got to back Israel. Roll the tape. There is no justification for terrorism, no excuse. And the type of terrorism that was exhibited here was just beyond the pale, beyond the pale. As I said yesterday, my commitment to Israel's security and the safety of the Jewish people is unshakable. But Mr. Biden will not ask, or I should say, answer any specific questions. So he could have taken questions there, but he ran away. Said he had to take a phone call from Netanyahu, which could have been scheduled any time, believe me. So Biden doesn't want to get involved with the what am I going to do questions. He just doesn't want to do it. And he didn't mention Iran in, hasn't mentioned it at all. 
Okay, so CNN's giving Biden cover now by saying, look, it wasn't Iran. And we know that because somebody told us, (laughs) you know, okay, who was that person? Nah, CNN's anonymous sources. Look, I could be wrong here. But the odds that Iran didn't enable this terror attack and war are about 10 to 1. How do I know that? Because they wrote Killing the Killers. And I know what Iran does. And I know how Donald Trump neutralized Iran. And it was very, very severe. So as you may know, and we go through this in Killing the Killers, those three books back, by the way, uh, Soleimani, the head of the Iranian National Guard, which is the spear point for terrorism, was assassinated by the U.S. government by a drone. We take you step by step through that assassination. Iran did not do anything after Soleimani got waxed. They said they were going to, but they didn't. Why? Because Donald Trump, president of the United States, spoke to the mullah who's in charge over there, Khomeini somebody, said, you do anything, any overt military action against the United States, we're going to blow up all your ports. And if you look at the map, there's about four ports where Iran gets food. Iran cannot feed itself. It's a desert. It has to import food. Okay. Trump was very blunt. He said, you do anything, we're destroying all your ports, you'll starve. That's what happened. I know that's what happened. So they didn't do anything Iran. Enter Joe Biden, who is much softer than Trump. I think even if you hate Trump's guts and you love Biden, that statement is absolutely accurate. Biden's soft. Afghanistan, you know what happened. Putin didn't do anything other than, you know, the internet behind the scenes stuff. When Trump is president, Trump's not president, Putin invades Ukraine. Why? Because they know Biden's soft. Everybody knows he's soft. Nobody fears him. Nobody. So what Biden did was when he came in, he, he didn't knock the sanctions out, economic sanctions against Iran. He just didn't enforce them vigilantly. And then he gave uh, the Iranians $6 billion. That was frozen money. That was their money that was frozen for, in exchange for American hostages. You all know that. Now, the right wing and the Republican Party says that entered into Iran's enabling of Hamas. That's not true. This operation was on the board, according to very, very good reporting, uh, since August, long before the money for hostages swap. But it does give Iran Iran, um, access to money sometimes. They don't have it now. It's in a bank in Gutter. It's overseen. Gutter's not going to release it unless the United States gives a go, which Biden probably will do down the road. Anyway, so you're dealing with a situation now where Hamas is a terror group and designated a terror group. Okay, so the U.S. government says Hamas is a terror group. That means if the U.S. government wanted to assassinate anybody in Hamas, it could, legally. All right? Okay. 
So again, I go back to where, where are they going to rock us? Not building them. Can't build them. Don't have any of that. Okay. Where are they getting the guns? Where are they getting the uh, training their uh, fighters? Got to be done in Iran. There's no other place in the Middle East they could do it. And they float the uh, weapons through the Mediterranean. Gaza's on the coast. There's no port security in Gaza. It's run by Hamas. Hamas runs it. So the boats come in. They unload the rockets. Boom, 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 boom. That's how it goes down. Money? Hamas didn't have any money. Iran funds everything. So CNN says, no, no. Okay. They say what they say. Wall Street Journal, much more authoritative, says Iran's behind it. Now, I don't know. I've been talking to a lot of people, but I can't show you definite proof. And as I said, if it bears out somehow that Iran had nothing to do with this, I'll apologize. But I find that extremely hard to believe. And that's the memo. Now, it is not a good time, as I predicted in August, for Joe Biden this autumn. Let's run it down. Wholesale prices rose in September, fastest pace since April. 2.2% inflation. So all this does is make it harder for working Americans to make ends meet. I always say Biden's going to be running against the grocery store. That's who he's running against, the grocery store. You know what you're paying. You're paying a lot more than you paid under Trump, period. Now, the left and the Democratic Party make all excuses. They can petty fog the issue. They can, it's bull. You walk in, you buy what you need, you pay, you're paying more. Paying more for gas, paying more for heating, paying more for insurance premiums, a lot more for insurance premiums. Okay? That's it. But inflation's on the rise again. The second thing is there is a group called the uh, America First Legal Foundation. This is interesting. I didn't know about this group. America First Legal Foundation files a Freedom of Information Act against the National Archives. Pretty interesting, right? So the National Archives logs in all the emails and calls made by the president. That's why they know if they don't have the paper, like they didn't have for Trump and Biden, who took documents and put them in their personal houses, both of them did, National Archives knows that. All right, so it's a record. That's the way the government keeps track of the executive branch. Well, apparently, the archives, National Archives, were hiding the fact that there are more than 20,000 emails between Vice President Biden, under Obama, of course, and Hunter Biden's business operations, 20,000. And they got this because they filed a Freedom of Information Act, and the National Archives had to give it to them. Didn't want to give it to them, had to give it to them. So now we hark back to Biden saying, oh, I didn't have anything to do with my... Uh, son's business. Oh, yeah? 20,000 emails going into not only Hunter, but your brother Jim, all of the people working for them that were making the money overseas. 20,000. Now, the House investigative committees should go through those 20,000. All right? So I don't know what they actually handed over to America first, but this is a, a really interesting story. So that's uh, on top of the inflation. Not a good day for Biden. 
Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Joining us now, probably the best guest I could have gotten today, and it was luck because we booked him last week before this happened. Geraldo Rivera has been to Israel and the surrounding areas scores of times, more than me. He's half Jewish, Rivera is. He's half Puerto Rican, half Jewish. Very interesting combo. Um, And uh, here he is, joining us from Cleveland. Hey, Bill. So... Um, where am I going wrong, Geraldo? What, what did I say that you didn't agree with? I, I, I didn't find uh, disagreement with anything you said, Bill. I, I, I think maybe uh, you could have spent a little more time on the barbarity of the crime inflicted on Israel, what provoked this current round of violence, which you, you uh, obviously correctly point out has been going on for 2,000 years. Uh, certainly since the creation of Israel in 1948. Uh, But what happened in this music festival and and the surrounding uh, uh, areas in Israel uh, at the end of the High Holy Days, uh, 50 years almost to the day from the Yom Kippur War of 1973, which was my, uh, my, uh, my first taste of war, in Israel, I covered the 1973 Yom Kippur War and almost everything in between. Been to Gaza many times. There's a discussion to be had about Israel's militaristic government and all the other points you made. But right now, what I focus on are babies being mutilated and women being raped and uh, you know uh, people being beheaded hostages taken uh, the uh, the other I I believe and I, I I I listened with interest to your analysis of the Wall Street Journal investigation that 
uh, claims uh, that Iran helped plan this. Uh, but if so, they helped plan one of the most hideous mass murders, the worst slaughter of Jews uh, since the Holocaust. Uh, that has to be given the kind of attention. You know, when is that ever justified? Okay, uh, let me stop. Let me let me stop you. Nobody's justifying. Nobody can except the loons, the people that I said are not even worth speaking with. But the network news and and the cable news have covered the atrocities. Newspapers, front page. Everybody knows what this is. But you're not surprised that Iran would foster this, Geraldo. You're not surprised. I know you're not. Well, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know exactly how Iran, this uh, this rogue uh, Shiite uh, nation with uh, uh, nuclear aspirations and, and now the principal troublemaker around the world, I don't know what specific role, how could I? Uh, but I do know that Mossad, an intelligence agency I have deep experience with, uh, these uh, agents in Mossad could tell me, could pinpoint for me uh, during, for instance, the Lebanon War, uh, 1981, 82, 83, Mossad led me to the right guy, the right block in Beirut, and how this vaunted intelligence agency could miss I know. the must of a thousand. It's, it's shocking. And the CIA as well, because they're the there in force. That, that that has to be explained. Now, I want to advance the story a little bit. So you have the far left progressive movement in the United States, anti-Israel. Now, I'm not going to say they're anti-Semitic personally, but they're anti-Israel. And they always have been. It's a hallmark of this progressive movement. Many American Jews are very liberal, extremely so. Jeffrey Katzenberg is the spear point behind Biden's reelection. How do you process that? Do, does that offend you that the progressive movement is so anti-Israel? I, I think that it's very important to note there are kind of generational uh, aspects to this. But right now on college campuses all across this country, your analysis is spot on. Uh, there is a, an anti-Israel movement that is very troubling. Uh, it's somewhat understandable, I believe, given the history of the, uh, of the last uh, 10, 20 years. Uh, it is very troubling. Sometimes anti-Semitism and anti-Israel or anti-Zionism get mush, mushed up, get mixed up. Uh, people are uh, sometimes uh, expressing hatred of Netanyahu's government in Israel, and they're not anti-Semitic. Other times, uh, uh, anti-Semitism is the motivating. There is uh, anti-Semitism is one of the primal uh, uh, characteristics, it seems to me, uh, of, of Western man. Uh, it is very troubling to me. I, I think that incidents like what had just happened, uh, you saw in London, I'm sure, uh, the protests, the anti-Israeli protests in London and many other places. You also saw support for Israel. So uh, what I come down is I say, you can be anti-Zionist, you can be anti-Netanyahu, but don't be anti-Semitic. Uh, and, and sometimes- That's a good the point. Line, but they don't, know the they don't know the difference. I mean, these are ignorant people. They, in London, 
Arabs outnumber Jews 10 to 1. Arabs have taken over 40% of people who live in London are foreign nationals. And I can tell you, I was in Mayfair on Saturday, which is the most exclusive part, the oldest part of London. The Saudis run it. Saudi embassy is there. All the restaurants are Saudi. They run the whole thing. But the hatred is the last question I have for you. This is never going to end. It's 2,000 years in the making. The Arabs and the Jews, okay? A segment of the Arab population, the militants, want to kill the Jews. And they don't want to expel them. They want to kill them, okay? And the Jews, in response to not only that, but the Holocaust and all the other mass murders they face throughout history, are ultra-defensive and aren't going to give anybody any quarter that they feel are a threat. There's no solution here. But the United States has to back, all right, the people who are most important to us, and that is Israel. Last word. I agree. I add this, not, not in disagreement, but to supplement it. The Palestinian people have to have long term, after this is resolved and the perpetrators of this crime punished, they have to have a future. But because what else are you going to do with two million people crammed into an area, you know, uh, uh, just twice the size of Washington, D.C.? Uh, two million people. It's the most densely populated place on Earth. That's Gaza. And you have the West Bank. We must go back to the U.S. stated position of George W. Bush, going back to George H.W. Bush, a two-state solution living side by side. I'm not on uh, an idealist. I am a realist. I know that the, the, the road to there is fraught with obstacles, but everyone has to know that that's the American position. And that would, if that were possible, if that were possible, that'd be a solution. It is not. The militants on the Arab side don't want it. probably right, sadly. It. They don't right. want it. And if you're a Gazan and you speak to that, you're dead. Remember that. All right, Geraldo Rivera, there he is. And uh, we appreciate it, Geraldo. Good to see you. Thank you. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield 
when an issue arises, and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. There's a new book that caught my eye. It's called Crime, Inc., How Democrats Employ Mafia and Gangster Tactics to Gain and Hold Power. Okay, the author is Vince Everett Ellison, joins us from Lynchburg, Virginia. Now, the reason your book caught my eye is because I wrote Killing the Mob. And I know the tactics that organized crime uses. So when I saw this, I go, all right, let's see what, he, let's see what he's got. Give me your most vivid example of how the Democratic Party uses mafia techniques. Thank you for having me, Bill. And one sure. of the, uh, I guess the best example, one of the best examples is that the mob makes money doing hits. They kill people for a living and they make money from it. Well, the uh, uh, Democratic Party does the same thing. They call theirs Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood kills babies. They get money. And then they give campaign contributions to the Democratic Party. Also, the mafia controls the unions. They use it for laundering money. They use it for kickbacks. The Democrats do the same thing. The Democrats give money to the teachers' unions. The teachers' unions then uh, would give to the teachers. Teachers give to the unions. And the unions give campaign contributions back to the Democratic Party. It's just classic money laundering. And then also the, the uh, cartels do trafficking. They traffic sex trafficking. They traffic fentanyl. And the Democratic Party, each one of those cartels have a K Street lawyer that gives contributions to the Democratic Party, and they leave the border open. And the fentanyl and the sex trafficking and the human trafficking comes across the border, and they're together hand in glove. That's just one of the few examples right. how the Democratic Party and the mob use the same tactics. Let me debrief you on all three of those. The first one is Planned Parenthood. You have yeah. to understand that the donations Planned Parenthood get are voluntary from Americans who believe in abortion. They no, want... the Democratic Party funds Planned Parenthood with federal money. Millions of dollars. They, they, but they, they, goes... they threatened to shut down the government. They threatened to shut down the government if the Republicans took it out of the budget. That's okay, but none of the money that comes from the federal government to Planned Parenthood can go for abortions. That's the height of it. It's fungible, Bill. It's fungible. They take the money that they would use to pay the light bill right, and they okay. use it for abortion. That's but all I'm it is. trying to tell they you is, it, but they do. I think your union thing is better than the Planned Parenthood thing. No, because... the Planned Parenthood thing is right on because they will not they will not stop abortion because the Planned Parenthood also gives them campaign contributions. Ninety eight percent of all of the campaign contributions from Planned Parenthood goes to the Democratic Party. Okay. And the Democratic Party also gives them hundreds of millions of dollars in federal money for their abortion clinics. There it is, money laundering. To kill babies. I don't know about money laundering. It's a quid pro quo. The money That's flows money back. Is. Money flows back and <laughs> forth, but it has to be it has to be legal in the way it's given. Um, but well, okay. they, well, also it is legal because the Democratic Party controls the politics. They won't let it become illegal. Well, Trump had four years where he could have written executive orders to stop some of this, and he didn't. But they filibustered it in the Senate. Remember, Schumer and Pelosi. Schumer filibustered 
in the Senate and they were going to shut down the government, shut it down because they wanted to take out $500 million in Planned Parenthood funding. They were going to shut down the whole government to protect okay. that funding. Well, they, you know, the Republican Party should have called them bluff. That's what it well, should have happened. Well, they no, they, blown they it right up. No, they filibustered. They said we I won't understand pass what it. they did, Everett, but you, yeah. uh, Vince, but you have to fight them right there. Now let's go to the cartels. You can't that's another subject. You have to bust it with sixty votes. Right. If you don't have sixty votes, you can't you can't bust it. They didn't have sixty votes, but they couldn't shut down the government. All right, unless there was a vote in the House that overrode the filibuster in the Senate, and it didn't happen. So let's well, go to yeah, they, they, what they would have done. They would have to shut the whole government down and allowed everybody else to just go under. So yeah. what they did, they just allowed it. But uh, but again, the Democrats were the ones that were going to shut the whole government down. Shut the whole I, government. I don't down know whether they would or wouldn't. But for every tactic, there is another tactic, and that's what we're talking about. The Republicans are not yeah. as organized as the Democrats. Oh so, no, no, I agree with you completely on that. But the Democrats okay. were the ones that wanted the money for Planned Parenthood. Period. They let's were the ones to that the, pressed it. They were Let the ones Vince, that want to kill babies up to the ninth so month. We only have a finite time for the interview. Let's sure. go to the cartels. So it is true. Democratic Party supports open borders and Biden does what the progressive left wants. That exactly. enriches the drug and people smugglers or cartels in Mexico. OK, yes. it doesn't enrich, as far as I can see, the Democratic Party. It creates more social problems in America, where both That's what the Democrat Party wants, Bill. The more poor people they have, the more crime they have, the more power they have in the inner cities. Look at Chicago. Look at Detroit. Look at Baltimore. They are bastions of crime, and the Democrat Party controls them. This is an evil institution. They are a criminal organization. They're, they're, they're controlled by a cabal of murderers, psychopaths, liars, and anti-Christian bigots. Wherever they go, you have poverty, crime, death. You have it. They love this. A Democrat party heaven is an American hell. That's why wherever you find this type of poverty, this is where they excel. They want okay. it and they want to spread it. Because but the, the more cartels the situations, the more powerful they are. There's no money going in. The cartels keep their money. Now, I'm going to guess that your parents, and I don't know, were Democrats. Am I right? They were, but they're not. But, but, okay, but not, all right. But right. Let's start. That's right. So they were. Democrats yeah. at one time, because too. almost 90 percent of African-Americans were Democrats at one time. My family was Democrat because they came right. from Ireland. OK, Brooklyn signed right up to the Democratic Party. All right. What has happened, in your opinion, to make a once viable political party, in your opinion, OK, go so far left and and take a whole president and administration with that? What has happened? Now, the Democratic Party is run by progressives, far left operation, no moderates at all. What happened? Right. Well, the uh, civil rights movement with Martin Luther King Jr. brought in a lot of communists, a lot of Marxists into the movement, a lot of hippies, dopeheads, atheists. After the civil rights movement, they all jumped into the Democratic Party. If you recall, in 1968, they tried to take it over in Chicago. Mayor Daley and the hardheads and the police ran them out. Well, they said the whole world is watching. Saul Alinsky said, you got three choices. You can either go back and cry, you can either start throwing bombs, or you can go back, organize, and then come back in four years and be the delegates. In 1972, they came back in Miami and they took over. They ran Mayor Daley out this time. And this is when they bought abortion, 
atheism and, and, and all this foolishness into the Democratic Party. This is when the Southern white conservatives left it. They didn't leave the Democratic Party because of the civil rights movement. They left it because the Democrats bought in atheists, they bought in welfare, they bought in, in, in government control. And the smartest thing that white conservatives ever did was leave the Democratic Party. Because if they didn't do it, they would be just like black Americans now at the bottom All of right. every socioeconomic statistic in America. So but that's there what were, happened. There the, were the, the, restraints. The, the took over and then they destroyed it. All right. There were restraints. Tip O'Neill, Daniel Patrick Moynihan. There were sure. big. They're the Kennedy, all dead now. The Kennedy. They're all dead now. Okay. They so there were Nancy Pelosi, Jim Clyburn, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, uh, they're all Feinstein. far left people. They were all part of that group, and they held that party after the 90s for about 30 years, and they turned it into a leftist party. They sat there and waited for Barack Obama, and when he came in, they slapped it, and it was in, and now it's there. All right. Very provocative, Vince. Uh, the author of Crime, Inc., How Democrats Employ Mafia. VinceEllison.com. Three E's in the middle. VinceEllison.com. You can get my books. You can look at my documentary. All of it. Very good, Vince. Thanks for helping us out. Appreciate no, thank it. Thank you, Bill. I love you. So this is out of Black Lives Matter Chicago. I stand with Palestine. There's a hang glider who uh, went into uh, Israel and uh, those terrorists on the hang gliders killed 260 civilians at a concert. And Black Lives Matter is celebrating them in a poster. So they took the poster down. Of course they had to. And now the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation this is the one that bought up all the houses with the money. They say, oh, we're not affiliated with the Chicago BLM. Yeah, you are. They're using the Black Lives Matter tag. You're not affiliated? Sue them. Tell them they can't use the tag. Come on, you bunch of anyway. All right, let's get on to the corporations. I'll list them one by one. And our research is pretty good. Axe, Berkshire Hathaway, Coca-Cola. Degree, Gatorade, Bossa Studios, Warner Brothers Discovery. That's CNN. Warner Brothers Discovery is CNN. Devolver Digital, Digital Extremes, Little Orbit. Again, Black Lives Matter got $100 million at least in donations. We continue. Mojang, Pokemon Company, Bad Robot, Cisco, Microsoft. Intel, Amazon, Anastasia Beverly Hills, Bioessence, Casper. Finally, Sony Music Group, DoorDash, Fashion Nova, Capital Music Group, Warner Music Group, Big Hit Entertainment, George Soros, Spanix, Tom's, Airbnb, Nabisco, Universal Music Group. Now, I'm putting those on the screen so you know what these corporations are doing. Because I have interest in some of these, and I'm just fed up with it. Now, they did it, these corporations, to be woke. That's why they didn't check out Black Lives Matter. From day one, you know I told you it was a grifter group. Not looking out for anybody. Which has been proven true. All of the money that went in 
went to buy homes for the people in the group. <coughs> oh, you can see how agitated I get. This corporation didn't check it out. No, no, we want to be woke. Oh, no, we want to be on a side. We want to be virtue signalers after George Floyd. Oh, yeah. All right, so Disney and Anheuser-Busch pretty much destroyed themselves, right, with this woke business. Because they, Disney went up against DeSantis, DeSantis crushed Disney. And Anheuser-Busch did the trans thing, and the consumers crushed Anheuser-Busch. The others, nobody knows that. That list I just gave you, nobody's ever done that in the media. Okay. GOP chaos. I can't, I just can't, you know? So now Steve Scalise is the nominee for Speaker of the House, and you got the usual suspects. Oh, we don't like him. We don't want him. He did this. He did that. They're hurting their own party. These dissenters, yeah, they have the right to do it. They have the right to do it. But they're hurting their own party. Republican Party looks weak, disorganized. Democrats are laughing at them. That's the truth. It'll work itself out, but come on. Would I vote for Matt Gates? Never. Or Nancy Mace? Never. They're in it for themselves, in my opinion. Money. So this is from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. 70% of adults losing sleep over job security. 75% losing sleep over the recession or whatever you want to call it. It's basically you don't have enough money to live. Okay, you got to spend more money on essentials. People don't have the money. They're worried they can't go to sleep. And it's... A problem. So Bernie didn't mention it in his the border and and all those things. But I think if Biden ever gets to the presidential run, he's running against a grocery store and a gas station. I I, ha- I can't tell you, and I will I will tell you next week. I dumped. I dumped State Farm Insurance because it was outrageous what they were doing to me by their raising their premiums for no reason, nothing. You couldn't justify it. And I find a replacement. Now, I don't know. I was with them for decades. They can spend all that money on their commercials, get the State Farm guy running around with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And then the individual wants to insure his car and his house. He's got to pay triple sometimes. And he hasn't done anything to warrant that, he or she. Come on. That's Biden. That's on Biden. Supply side this. And they give you a bunch of gobbledygook when you when you talk to them. But anyway, I'll get into that next week. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies. Hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the Internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Smart life. Okay, so 
while I was gone, I couldn't answer the concierge membership. We have had a surge in uh, concierge membership on BillOReilly.com. You pay a fee. It's very low. You get a free book, Killing the Witches, scorching hot right now. You get a free. Um, and then you have direct email address to tell me how I can help you. That's what it's about. How can I help you? I would say 20 to 30% of the letters are financial letters. People asking me for financial advice, which I cannot give. I can tell you what I would do, but I can't give it because I don't know your situation. I don't know what you have and what you don't, what you owe, what the value of your property is. I don't know any of that. But nevertheless, I get a tremendous amount of mail, people who are scared about their financial situation. I answer every single letter, usually within 24 hours, if I'm not abroad. There is a consistency in all of the letters, and that is that these people do not have trusted financial advisors who would take a look at your portfolio and say, hey, this is what you should do, or this is what I suggest, and here's why. The person would know your assets, what you owe and all that, because they're working for you. You pay financial advisors. You got to negotiate the fee. It's got to be worth it to you. And then they tell you, but you got to trust them. And that takes research and work. You got to speak to them. And you ask your family, you ask your friends, who do you go to? You don't have that and you have assets, you're going to get hosed. Across the board, investing in stocks is risky. Investing in commodities is higher risk than stocks. Safe are government bonds and money in an FDIC-insured bank account. But your money's not going to grow big in those safe investments. Depends on your circumstance, how old you are, what you want to accomplish. But this is so vital because the government wants to take as much money away from you as it can. They're going to take money away from you and it's not going to get any better. And the prices and the insurance premiums and the heating and the gas and the food think it's going down. So you've got to know what you have and then lay out a plan, smart life. It's hard to find a good financial advisor and a good doctor and a good lawyer. You have to put in the time. But if you don't, you're going to get hurt. Big. Smart life, concierge membership, BillOReilly.com. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. Um, so I was four days in England, um, British Airways. Good. It was good. There I am in the Cotswolds, okay, which is a beautiful place about 30 miles northwest of Oxford. That's where I was based in Oxford. Um, and I was there because my son, there I am, and <laughs> I love that sign. Okay. Um, my son is studying third year uh, in Oxford, and uh, he's, he's doing very well. So I had to go over. I mean, you see how my money's being spent over there. But he's a big star on the lacrosse team, the Oxford lacrosse team, and they waxed bath last week. 
And tomorrow they play Plymouth. Got And that's where the Mayflower came from. So they got to drive down to the coast, play Plymouth. So he's, you know, lacrosse just starting really up in England. And so the coach recruited him. It's like that show Ted Lasso, the American coach. <laughs> There's my kid who's the leader of the pack on a team. So really funny. But Oxford, if you if you saw the uh, Harry Potter uh, movies, they shot the exteriors, a lot of them in Oxford. It's from the 12th century. You walk around, nothing's changed. And if you want to build something new in Oxford, see ya. They're going to let you. It was packed. Packed with people. I couldn't believe how many kids there were. And crazy bicycle people, you know? You know, watch everything. Because they drive on the left. And we went to London. Uh, I told you a little bit about it. But London was packed. I mean, went to Portobello Road. It's a big uh, marketplace. You get anything you want there. But it was so crazy. And everybody's on this. Walking into people, there are people bouncing off walls, and it was You see that movie? Uh, what was it? Uh, X War or War X or something about the zombies attack? That's what this way we're like. It was. It was crazy. I mean, you needed to have a suit of armor to walk down Portobello Road as people all over the place. And they went, nobody's watching. Everybody's looking at the stupid phone. It was bedlam. So then I went out and uh, we refreshed at the uh, Dorchester Hotel on Park Lane, which is the best hotel. I always stay there. Uh, old English Hotel. And then we went down to Curzon Street, which is the main street in Mayfair. Mayfair, as I said, all Saudi. I mean, by England. I don't know where you went, but you're not... In Mayfair anymore. And then we went up to Berkeley Square where my father used to send me money when I was over there. I wanted to see if we're, that's pretty much the same. And then Grosvenor Square where the American Embassy used to be, um, they moved it down by the river, the Thames, and now they're building a Rosewood Hotel in the American Embassy. So I spent a lot of time in the embassy as a reporter in and out of there. Um, so I visited the, and I dragging my son along and, and look, here's what your old man did here is what your old man did there. We had a great time. It was really a good time. And um, I uh, hadn't been there in a while. Now I'm spoiled because Ireland, we, we go to every two years and sorry, British people, but Ireland is more beautiful than Britain because there's so many fewer people there. So 52 million on the island in England, Great Britain, and then five in the Republic of Ireland. So the nature, you know, that's the difference. But the Cotswolds are nice. I mean, you walk into the, the church and it says founded in 1237 and it's still operating. It's still there. So we post a lot of pictures. They're on BillOReilly.com, the photo gallery. I think you'll enjoy them. Um, you know, all in all, it was a, uh, an excellent trip and I'm glad I got to take it. I miss you guys, of course. And, um, I hope we made it up to you tonight. I think this was a Cracker Jack show. And again, we want to hear from you about what you think. And thank you very, very much for watching it. We will see you again tomorrow.